Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Rivers of Living Water is here to turn our thirsty world into a Garden of Eden, freely pouring out the Word of God to our desolate world. Now, here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. Good morning, everyone. It's nice to be with you this morning, and thanks for joining us. We have a program for you this morning that's going to be talking about our desire to know God and to know Him better. You know, inside of everyone's heart, we have that desire to know God. We know there is a God if we'll just think in our hearts. We look up into heaven and we see all those stars at night. We see them orderly. And we know there must have been someone who created all that because it didn't just happen. And then we look down into our microscopes and we see all those uh, bugs or whatever we're looking at and, and we say that's orderly also and there must be someone that made it. Some people have taken this longing and every one of us have it. Regardless of who we are, where we are, what we've thought, what we're thinking, there is a desire inside of every one of our hearts to know God, to know Him better. Sometimes we take that desire and we fill it with all kinds of things, trying to think about the fact that, well, this is just something I'm thinking of and I've got to get this out of my mind. But regardless of where we go, whether it's back in the darkest jungle or it's on the pavement in the most busy city, people have that desire to worship something. And they do worship something. Regardless of who we are, we're worshiping something because we want God. We seek Him. We seek to worship Him. We seek to lift Him up. But we don't necessarily take that desire that we have and make good use of it. Sometimes we try to fill that desire, that something inside of us, with all kinds of things. To try to satisfy that longing that we have in ourselves. The God that created us put that in there because he wants to have a fellowship with us. He wants to know us in a personal way and he wants us to know him. And so he's put that desire in our hearts to look up to find Him. And the truth of the matter is, God is not far away. He's easily found. And I'm going to tell you about that before this service, before this uh, time is over with you today. I'm going to tell you how that you can find God and know God. And if you know Him, you know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, there is a way 
of getting to God, of knowing Him, of loving Him, of Him loving you, and what a difference it makes when we really get that longing filled with the right thing. Some people try to fill it with success and they go out and try to be successful and there's nothing wrong with that. We need to be successful. But if that's all we're trying to fill it with, we find out that that doesn't do it. A lot of people have tried to fill it with maybe friendships with other people. There's a lot of ways that we can fill that void in there and people get frustrated. Sometimes they feel like there's no God. Where is God? But God is right there today. He wants us to know Him in a real personal way. So that longing that you have in your heart can be satisfied. You can know Him. Now, there's only one God that has created. And this is part of our trouble. We, we really don't know that much about God. And so some people say, well, there isn't any God. And they call themselves atheists. And then some people will say, well, I'm not sure whether there's a God or not. And they call themselves agnostic. But really, when push comes to shove, we know that there is a God. And we know some way we can know him in a personal, loving way. The trouble is that there's something else inside of us that's pulling away from knowing God. We call that the old carnal spirit. And that one is not even subject to God. And so you have a pull inside of you. One side wants to know God in all of his fullness, and the other side is pulling you away from that knowing him. And there is a way of taking care of that as well. And I want to talk to you about this pulling that we have that we can get rid of that pull away from us and then we can know God in a real personal way like I'm talking about this morning. It's really wonderful that God has not gone up there somewhere and and just left the world to take care of itself any way that it will. There are people that believe that too. Oh yes, God created us all right, but he's not interested in little people like us. He's got more important things to do. So he just created all this and then he kind of like winding up a clock and he just walked away. But that's not the truth either. God has not walked away from us and just left us take care of ourselves any way we can. No, God wants us a personal relationship with us as much as we want one with him. But there are certain things that we have to do in order to have that relationship. And I'll talk to you about those things 
also that I want you to know him in a loving, personal way. I know you can because I have known him and I know him and I talk with him and walk with him and there's a wonderful fellowship there that makes an awful lot of difference in life. We really need to have this longing filled up in order to be complete. We need to have a complete life and without that longing being taken care of, then our life isn't complete. And we get discouraged. And, you know, we just ask ourselves, what is life all about anyhow? If this is all there is to it, then... But that, you know, the, a lot of people today are in that condition. And they faced a lot of things and they called upon God and He doesn't seem to be anywhere. But I want you to know today that that's not the way that it has to be. And that's not the way that God wants us to be. But the reason why we have so many troubles, we really don't know how to approach God. Remember, God is the sovereign of the universe. He's a great king. He rules everything. And if you were to go to a king today, there'd be certain things that you would have to do in order to approach the presence of that king. Think about the God of the universe. Think about the king of everything, above everything. There are certain things that we have to do in order to approach him. And I'm going to tell you what those are today. This could be one of the best programs that you've attended because I'm going to try, and not only am I going to try, I'm going to show you exactly how you can get that longing in your heart taken care of. And it really isn't as complicated as we make it sometimes. That's part of our trouble too, you see. We, we make, we make things too complicated and in the process of complicating them, we, we lose it. But life is not all that complicated. God made it quite simple. All we have to do is follow certain things and we can know God and we can love God and God can love us and we can have a great fellowship. But if we don't approach him right, then we won't hear from him because God does want us to approach him in the right way. And I'll show you what that is. It's really not all that complicated. Just kind of uh, summarizing and, and giving you some things to start with, kind of setting the stage so that we can, before this meeting is over, you will be able to know God. You'll be able to feel his wonderful presence. And people around you will look and they'll know there's a difference. Because when we know him, something happens in our lives. Our lives are transformed. We are happier. We're more joyful. We have more peace and all of these things. So after we come back from our break, which is right now, 
And I'm Howard Eugene Wright. You're listening to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Now, more Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com with your host, Howard Wright. We're, we're talking about how to get that Rivers of Living Water that we've been, our program is called, into your heart and life, and to get it there constantly. It's not just on certain occasions that we have this wonderful experience with God that I'm talking about this morning, but this is something that you can have day in and day out for the rest of your life. You can have this rivers of living water that I have been talking to you about springing out from you. Whatever your situation is today, if you have uh, all kinds of burdens and you have all kinds of questions and problems and difficulties that you just don't know how to get out of, that just shows you how much more you really need God to help you. There is a God. There is a being. He's not just someone's thought or a bunch of people got together and wrote a book and about God and, and these kind of things that we hear about. But we have a true and living God that will make a big difference in your life in the way that you look at life, the way that you uh, go through life, there's this wonderful thing that we can have that will enable us to go through life with a smile on our face, with spring in our step, with a love flowing out from us, with a peace and a joy, with a gentle spirit, with meekness with all these things that so many people like, you know, when you have something like this, you're kind of attracted to other people and other people are attracted to you. And it's really something to have. But so many people, it's just a dream. But I want you to know today that it doesn't have to be just a dream. It just doesn't have to be something that we think about, we wish we had, We and surely there must be a God up there, but has he left the human race? No, he hadn't left the human race. And so we can have that wonderful time in the Lord, and we can have that right now. It's not something you have to go through a lot of, gymnastics for, you know, uh, a lot of things that that you have to do. No, this, this God has made it in such a way that actually all we have to do is yield to what he has, and he'll take care of the rest. All we have to do is come to him, and then he will take care of the rest of it, because we're powerless to take care of this thing that I was talking to you about in the first part of really breaking this pull in both directions. 
but God will take care of that if we'll just come to him. But I was telling you there was a way that we have to come to him. I think what I'm about ready to tell you is going to make a lot of sense. Just think about it for a while. We would have to come to him with a humble spirit, not thinking that we know everything, but in meekness, just humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Realize that God cares for us. He told us and showed us that he cares for us in so many different ways. But the greatest way that he showed that he cared for us is when he sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to come to this earth to make a way that we can go that will get us to God. Before Jesus came, people were just kind of stumbling around trying to find a way to get to God. And there's a difference in our approach to him. Some people think that they have to do certain things to please God, and in doing so, God will come and be a friend of theirs. And they find that that kind of doesn't work. So, because the more they try to be doing the things they know they should be doing in order to please God, they find out there's something inside of them that just kind of acts up sometimes. So, Jesus came that he might make a way to God. People have been feeling around after him in different ways, but in the Christian life, it's not man reaching up to God in some way pleasing him. And look at the different ways that people have tried to please God. And all of it doesn't seem to work, does it? He still seems to be a long ways away because there is a way and God made that way. We couldn't do it ourselves. We were helpless to do it ourselves. So God made the way through Jesus. And if you've heard this before, you might say, I've heard this story before. I tried it and it didn't work for me. That may be uh, the way it worked. But I want you to know that you can keep on trying because what I'm about ready to tell you, even though you've heard it, maybe you haven't followed through on it. Or maybe you have. If you're a Christian today, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you've taken what I'm about ready to tell you and applied it to your life, you know just like I do, which I did that over 50 years ago, and have found a wonderful experience with him. But I went the way that I'm getting ready to tell you. And I want you to know that this is not just... Uh, for certain people in certain places. This is not just an American religion. This is for everyone. Jesus came for everyone, regardless of where you are today, regardless of what you're doing, regardless of how hard you've tried in the past. Just listen to what I have to tell you and do it. And you'll find out that really it wasn't all that complicated. 
when we try to do it ourselves, we try to please God ourselves, it gets more complicated as time goes on and, and more frustrating because regardless of how hard we try, it doesn't seem to work. Because God has only made one way for us to get to Him and to enjoy His fellowship. God is God, isn't He? So He has a right to do that. He has a right to choose the way that we'll get to Him. And He has done that through the Lord Jesus. Jesus came. He walked on this earth for 33 years, 34 years. And he demonstrated exactly the kind of life. He was our example. He is our example as to way that life should be lived. But we realize if we've tried for any length of time that we can't do it. And that's what gets us frustrated. But God never meant for us to do it on our own. If we will come to him realizing the great God that he really is and realizing that Jesus is the answer and we begin to take a few simple steps. Now, this may uh, sound simple, but if we do it, try to do this ourselves without yielding to God's way, we'll get frustrated again. And I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want you to be frustrated. I want you to know for certain today, before this time is over, that God really is real and that you'll feel him in your life. So here's what we got to do. First of all, we come to God realizing he's the God of the universe. So we come to him in humility. We come to him in humbleness and then we're willing to turn away from those things that have kept us away from him. And God will show what those are if we're willing to listen to him. We call that repentance, turning away, you know, from the things that are keeping us away from God. And those would be the things that God doesn't want us to do. God wants us to live a certain life. And we can't live that life by ourselves. So he made it possible for us to just to yield to him, just to let go, relax in the presence of God. And God's right there as I'm talking to you right now. And then the other thing you have to do after you're willing to turn away from all those things that you tried and they didn't work and try to get good enough for God to love you. Well, God does love you. You don't have to get good enough for him to love you. The Bible tells us God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so God loves you, and you can be assured of that, and that's the reason why he's provided this way. But you notice that it says, God so loved the world. It wasn't just America. It wasn't just India. He loves the world that he gave. Love gives. And God loves you a lot more than what you would realize. And you'll find out if you do what I'm, what I'm telling you right now. God gave 
his son. He gave the best that he had. The son is God as well. There's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. These are one God in three persons. And I'm not going to try to explain that to you today. But God himself came down in the person of Jesus and made a way. And what was that way? He made a sacrifice. Everything that we do that's wrong, we call it sin. There has to be a payment for that. And we couldn't pay it ourselves, so Jesus paid it for it. And that's part of our trouble. We try to do this, that, and the other to try to gain God's favor when with this sin in our lives, these things in our life that are keeping us away from God, when we have that, and you know what? We're ready for another break again. Isn't time going fast? So I'll just have to tell you the rest of this after the break. So this is Howard Eugene Wright, and you're listening to Rivers of Living Water at TalkZone.com. Welcome back to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. Time is really flying today, isn't it? It seems to be when we're, you know, they used to say when you're having fun, time goes. And we were talking about how to know this God, the hungers that's in our heart, to have that satisfied. And we were talking about how to come to God and and to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. And the Bible tells us if we'll do that, he'll lift us up. So we humble ourselves. We realize that we can't come to God in our own strength. And we realize that God's already made the way for us to get there. And I was talking to you about how to do that and One thing I was saying was that you need to turn away from every other way that you have tried to get to God that has failed. Why hang on to those failed ways? And then the other thing you need to do is be willing to let God change your life. Because when God comes into your life, it will be changed. So be willing, be ready for a change. The Bible tells us that old things have passed away and all things become new. We become new creatures in Christ. And so what I'm talking to you about now is going to make you a new person. It's not just turning over a new leaf. How many times have people turned over a new leaf only to go back to it again because of this thing inside this pulling that I was talking to you about? But God does not want that to be in there. So when we really humble ourselves before the Lord and let him be the God of our life and we just take our hands off and say, Lord, I know I can't I can't do this myself. I've tried so many times that I just haven't been able to. And so I'm just going to let go and let you have it. You see, God is reaching down to us through the Lord Jesus. And that's how he's lift, listening to 
That's the way that he is reaching down is through Jesus. So Jesus not only died, a lot of people have died for a good cause, but Jesus was buried. They thought, you know, his enemies thought that that's the end of that. We can go on with our program. But Jesus rose. He rose from the grave. And right now he's sitting at the right-hand side of God our Father and is interceding for us. He's praying for us. And Christians are praying for people who do not know God. And so accept Jesus as the answer. Jesus is the answer. So we have faith in God through the Lord Jesus Christ. We have faith that this way that God made will work. And it will work if we're willing to work it. So we come to God in humility. We ask. We realize that we can't help ourselves. So we just let go and let God do it for us. And God comes into our lives. You know, the wonderful thing about it, too, is that when this happens, you're not going to doubt it. You're not going to wonder if it really is real or not, because when you open up your heart to the Lord, you bring yourself before him and you just are willing to do it God's way. Then what happens is that your life is changed like that. It's not, it's not something that goes over a period of time. The moment that you're willing to do what I'm telling you to do, and if you haven't, I'm encouraging you to do it right now. And because all you have to do is, isn't that simple? Some people think, well, it's got to be complicated because my life is so complicated. No, it doesn't have to be. This is a simple thing that I'm telling you. But if you'll do this, if you'll admit that you can't do it yourself, that you will trust God to do it for you through the Lord Jesus, and you'll just confess out that this is too big for you, that your life is anything except what God wants us to be. And then when you do that, that empty place in your heart, that thing that is seeking God will be filled. God will come into your life. God is a spirit. He's not just a flesh and blood person. God is a spirit that is everywhere. So he can come into your life. He's into mine. He can come into a life in India, in Africa, in America, in Europe, in Asia, wherever he can come into your life at the same time that he's coming into other lives. And he can also be your personal Savior, your personal God, your personal Lord, while he's being mine. Now, we can never have that any other way except through the God of the universe that created everything and loves what he created. He didn't do it just out of curiosity to see if he could do it and things like this. No, he did it because he 
he enjoys. It was for his pleasure. He created us for his pleasure, not for us to go being around rebelling against him. So when we just let go of that rebellion in our hearts and we quit trying to do it on our own, then we find a wonderful release that comes. We're not feeling guilty for the things we've done. God forgives us. He forgives us of all of our past wrongdoing. He just casts it away from us. When we really yield like I'm telling you to and believe that Jesus is the answer for your life, whatever that answer, whatever that problem in your life may be, it can be taken care of in the way that I'm telling you right now. The Bible has something to say about that. In Isaiah 55, I'm going to read it to you. Uh, starting at verse 1, it says, Ho, everyone that thirsts, come to the waters. And he that has no money, come you, buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Isn't that wonderful to know you don't have to pay for it? You don't have to uh, earn it. You can't. Something this valuable, you'd never be able to pay for it regardless of how hard you try. But you don't have to pay for it. It's already been paid for. Jesus paid for it. He paid the price so that you can have this as well. And then after you have done this and your life is filled with with God and he comes into your life, you're adopted into his family. So you become a child of God. Your life's been transformed by him, and you become one of his children. You become one of his children, and he takes care of He'll take care of you regardless of where you're at today, and regardless of what your situation is. There's hope in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you can have these rivers of living water that I'm telling you about flowing through your life just as much as anyone else can. You don't have to be some kind of important person or you don't have to be some kind of bum out there on the street either. You don't have to be stupid or anything like that. The most intelligent people can have him just as well as anyone. You don't have to be on a certain side of the track or have a certain amount of money. It's all been paid for. God has it for you. And then you become a new creature in Christ. And so you're a part of God's family. He adopts you into his family. So you can say, God is my father. And isn't that something to know? That he will take care of you. He'll make all the provisions that you need. Sometimes we think we need things that we really don't. But if we're willing just to let God provide for us what he knows we need. And God knows what we need before we ask. But when you have this relationship with God that I'm talking to you about, that emptiness will be filled and you'll feel a peace that only God can give. Jesus said, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. No, the world... Peace doesn't last for long and you start falling to pieces. 
But the peace that Jesus gives is enduring. And it's a peace that's... And then the Bible also talks about joy unspeakable and full of glory. So he gives us a joy. Happiness is one thing. Joy is something else. Happiness is built on our circumstances. If things are going well, we're happy. If they're not doing so well, then we're pretty sad. But joy which is our strength. The Bible tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. God gives us that joy. So when we become what we refer to as new creatures in Christ, do we have that joy as well? And then we have a love. We have a love that's in our lives, in our hearts, comes out from our innermost being. It's put in there by the Holy Spirit. So when we really come to know God in all of his fullness and love, we have the Holy Spirit there that is enabling us to walk with God, to feel his love, and he sheds God's love abroad in our heart through the Holy Spirit. God does that. He sends the Holy Spirit to be our comforter, to be our guide, to lead us into all truth. And when we have this in our lives, it's so wonderful. And so you can, I'm encouraging you right now to let go and let God have his way. We're up on another break again. I'm Howard Eugene Wright. You're listening to Rivers of Living Water at TalkZone.com. Let's get back to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. Welcome back to Rivers of Living Water. We're so glad to have you today, and I trust that you have, uh, during this last segment, you've learned some things and that you've applied them to your life. Just knowing it is not enough. There's a lot of people who know a lot of things, but if you don't apply these things to your life, then all that I'm talking to you about will never happen. And, you know, we think that we're living in a society that maybe doesn't need some of those things that happened in the past, that we're smarter than that. But that doesn't take care of the longing in our heart, does it? And... Regardless of how hard we try to cover that, it's still there. But I want you to know that I've already, and I've told you, that that longing can be supplied by you doing what I just told you. Humbling yourself under the mighty God of the universe. Admitting that you cannot take care of these problems yourself. Turning them over to God accepting them from God and be willing to live for God the rest of your days. And then I was telling you about how that uh, you're adopted into God's family, you're made a new creature in Christ, Uh, old things have passed away, you have a new life, you have a new existence, a new being, being, 
when I became a Christian back there, some, you know, my friends and everyone at first wondered what happened to you because I was so much different. I wasn't a, a mean kind of a person. I was a good moral person. And sometimes the people who are good moral people, they have more trouble with this than some of them that are, you know, they know that there's something wrong with them. They know they need help. But whether you're what we refer to as a good moral person, you wouldn't beat up your wife, you take care of your family, you all these good things that you do. But we need God too. And that longing will never be supplied until we go the route that I'm telling to you about. The Bible tells us again in Isaiah 55, verse 6, says, Seek the Lord while he may be found, and call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thought, and let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and unto our God, for he will abundantly pardon. So, uh, whatever it is in your life, that needs to be pardoned. Maybe people will never forgive you for it, but God will. And that's one of our big things today. We need forgiveness, and God will forgive. He cast our sins away from us. He doesn't remember them. We come to him with something that God has forgiven. God will say, well, I don't know anything about that. And yet, God does know, but he has chosen to forgive. And so we don't have that gnawing thing of saying, am I pleasing God or not? You can know, because that Holy Spirit that I was talking to you about, that that is in your life, that God gives you when you become a new person in Christ, he leads you, he helps you. And if you go wrong, he'll show you. And... So, you can have this today. and But it says, seek the Lord while he may be found. When God is talking to you, when he is showing you your need of him, that's the time to seek him. Don't say, put it off. Don't say, tomorrow I'll do it, or five minutes from now, or after the show's over, I'll do it. No, just take time right now and do exactly what I have been telling you, and you'll get the exact result. It happens every time, without exception. Every time a person comes to God, regardless of of that person, and does exactly what I'm telling you, you'll have that result. But seek the Lord while I may be found. It says, let the wicked forsake his way. That's part of our trouble. It's a big part of our trouble. We think we can do it ourselves. Or... We we want to have our way about it. We don't care about anyone else. That's a wicked way. Not doing it God's way would be a wicked way. But it says, let the wicked forsake his way. And let the unrighteous person, that's the one that's doing all these things that they know good and well in their heart are not right. But it says, let him, uh, unrighteous man, t- forsake his thoughts, and then return to the Lord. We thought that we could do it ourselves, 
But we we need to return to the source. We need to return to the real way. We ought to know by now that these other ways won't work. God only made one way. That makes it more simple, doesn't it? The Bible tells us that a fool doesn't even have to err in it. So he makes it so simple and so plain, so easy, that a lot of people miss it because of that. Because they're looking for something else. And they go through all these things and don't find anything. But return to the Lord. Go away from all those other ways and return to God. Return to the Lord. And then he'll have mercy upon it. And we need mercy today. There's so many things that we do that aren't right. We need mercy today. And then to our God, he will abundantly pardon. He'll pardon anything. I don't care how mean you've been. You might be in prison and listening to this today. And maybe you've done some terrible crime to the country and everything else. But I want you to know that wherever you're at, regardless of how mean you feel like you are, God will abundantly pardon through the Lord Jesus Christ. He'll abundantly pardon your sin, your wickedness, your unrighteousness. And he'll make you in such a wonderful way that you'll be surprised. You'll be happy and rejoice in the Lord. You'll want to tell everyone about it. And that's part of it, too. You have so much to talk about after that that you couldn't keep quiet if you had to because you finally found the answer. You finally found the way. After all that time of trying everything else, perhaps, you finally found the right way. And it is a wonderful way indeed to know him, to know the power of his resurrection. What are we talking about here? Jesus rose so that we can rise. Everything that Jesus has, the Bible tells us that we're heirs of God and joint heirs of Jesus Christ. And we're coming close to, pretty close to the end again. And But, um, so I've got to, I'll tell you what I'm going to tell you in a hurry. And, you know, uh, there is this way, and that longing in your heart doesn't have to be the way that you might think it is in your life. And you might think, well, I've tried all these things before and none of it worked. No, it didn't work, because there is this way, which is a far better way. It's the real way. Everything else is just kind of counterfeit. But it's the real way. It's the way that leads to happiness, to joy, to peace that I was telling you about. I don't think just because that Jesus comes into your life and all that I'm telling you about, that life is going to be a bed of roses all the time. Or everything is going to work out just fine all the time. Life doesn't work that way. But you will have a friend that will help you through those times. And that's what we really need. It isn't that God takes us so far away from this world that we're just kind of out of it and nothing ever happens to us and everything just works out just fine. I don't want to give you that impression today. That's not the way that it is. But the thing is, you are you have God as your friend, and so he takes you through these problems. 
if we just had a God that would take us out of these problems, anyone can do that. If you're in a bad situation, I could take, put you in my car and bring you into a better situation. That's not so hard. But how about going through some of the most difficult things that you'll ever face? And you still have the joy of the Lord. You still have the peace of God and all of these things. So don't think that just because you've got this longing fulfilled that everything's going to just fall into place and everything's going to be just right. It may not be. But you do have a friend that will take care of you when you have this longing taken care of. And you won't have to worry about that anymore. Isn't it wonderful to know that God is still on the throne and God can answer your prayer for what I'm talking about today. So I'm encouraging you in just these, not so far now, but I'm encouraging you to do this. Do it now. Do it for yourself. Do it for your family. Do it for your nation. Do it for everyone. And life will be a lot better, be a lot easier. It may not, you may still have the difficulty, and you probably will. Those are not all going to go away. But that longing in your heart and that having Jesus as your friend, having God as your friend, and everything that you need, that's what's going to make the difference today. Isn't it wonderful that God has made this provision? So you don't have to have that longing in your heart, just unsatisfied. You can today, through the Lord Jesus, just take these simple steps, because this will make so much difference in your life. If you know the Lord, and I'm sure that some of you do that I'm talking to, I want to encourage you to keep on keeping on. Keep in there. Keep loving God. Keep loving people. Keep looking up. There's no looking back. Just keep in there and keep blessed and keep encouraged and keep strengthening the Lord and keep talking to Him. Keep talking to your neighbors. Keep praying for your neighbors and your friends and your enemies alike. Pray for your enemies and bless those that curse you and don't curse, but just stand in there and love him. You know, we're at the end again. It's it's uh, really something, isn't it, that we can know him in this way. And so I'm going to have to sign off for today. But next week we'll meet with you again, the Lord willing. So you've been listening to and you are listening to the Rivers of Living Water at TalkZone.com, and my name is Howard Eugene Wright.